Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Today is September 10th, 2021, and our first story. Conservative outlets are lining up announcing they will reject Joe Biden's illegal vaccine mandate. We have The Daily Wire, The Blaze, Turning Point USA. And in our second story, Republican governors are vowing to sue the Biden administration over his illegal vaccine mandate. Even the RNC is piling on, but Joe Biden is threatening them that he will use his power to get them out of the way. In our last segment, parents are livid. In fact, it's gotten so bad with the protests, they've been physically assaulting school board members over masking their children and vaccine mandates. Things are getting crazy out there, my friends. If you like the show, please leave a good review and give us five stars. Share the show with your friends. It's the best way to help out. Now, let's get into that first story. The resistance has begun. Many conservative outlets, many Republican governors saying, Biden, shove it. Now, what is this about? I'm sure last night you've heard that Joe Biden issued a decree from the executive branch. He says that if you have at least 100 employees, you must mandate the vaccine or weekly testing. To that, I say, shove it, Joe Biden. Now, to, in solidarity, I will say I will not comply. Tim Cast will not comply with this. We don't have 100 employees, so we are not uh, uh, under this, this, this new OSHA rule they've put in place. But should we get to that point, and I think it would happen soon, it's never going to happen. Now it's possible. Joe Biden tries to pull this off. I think he will be sued into oblivion. You've got people pushing back. There's also a bunch of other things he's implemented. Federal workers and contractors must be vaccinated. Contractors, that's huge. You know, we're not talking about people who have jobs where they walk into a building and they get a paycheck from the government, you know, straight up. We're talking about people who do contract deals with the government. Some people just sell to the government. This is massive. And it's a, it's, it is an egregious violation of the office of the president. He doesn't have the authority to do this. You want to know why it's so insane? This bypasses the legislative branch. It is the president attempting to rule by decree. This policy must be enacted by Congress, by Congress, by the House and the Senate. But we've seen Joe Biden do this already. When the eviction moratorium was said to be illegal, he said, nah, don't care. He, he bypassed the legislative branch in the first place. The Supreme Court then shut him down, and then he bypassed the judicial branch 
and the legislative branch, my friends, it needs to be stated. What we are watching right now is an attack on the fundamental nature of this country. The left celebrating the end to the American way of governance. I've talked about this quite a bit. We have a brilliant, brilliant government. The founding fathers were brilliant. You know, I, can, I, I can just imagine the founding fathers saying, like, you know, what, what, what kind of government should we have? Should we have a monarchy? Well, the problem with monarchy is what happens when you, what happens when you get a corrupt monarch. And that's a good point. What about like a council of elders? Instead of just one e- executive, we'll have a bunch of di- different jurisdictions in the country. We'll have uh, uh, legal experts who will come up. Yeah, but that, that, that's not going to be able to, to, to move quickly enough, nor represent the will of the people. I don't think, hmm. Okay, well, what, what, what if we try direct democracy? You know, people elect representatives, not direct democracy, but people elect representatives and they'll come. Yeah, but that'll devolve into bickering. I got it. All three. Whoa. Whoa, Jefferson, that was brilliant. I don't know who actually proposed all those branches. But now you have checks and balances, a brilliant way of governing. You have the executive who can make quick moves when need be in the case of an emergency. You have the legislative branch, which votes on laws of this country and the judicial branch, which interprets those laws. And they all check each other. Joe Biden has crushed those. He has shut, he's shutting those down. And what we see are people on the left, you know, your mainstream personalities, Chris Hayes, whatever, and your bread tuber leftists who claim to be libertarians like Vosh and Hassan cheering for rule by decree. They're good little foot soldiers for fascism, aren't they? Yeah, they claim to be libertarian and believe, but no. The moment the authority figure comes out and issues a decree violating the will of the people, completely bypassing democratic legislation. Now you now you can see it. The mask is off. And if you're not paying attention now to what these people are selling you, then, well, I suppose in the end, you'll deserve what you get. Your children will be in gulags. You will be in gulags. It's how it happens every time. Look, there's 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 big ideological differences between the fascists, the Nazis and the communists. But you know what they had in common? Locking people up in camps, killing lots of people and being authoritarian. Their ideologies may differ and their reason for doing it, but we do not tolerate crackpot authoritarianism. Unfortunately, it seems like we are to a great degree. But here's the news. Unsurprisingly, it's the Republicans and it is conservatives who are standing up and saying shove off from the post-millennial. Companies and states announce refusal to comply with Biden's vaccine mandate. Those affected by President Biden's mandate include more than 100 million workers in private businesses, federal agencies, education, and healthcare. Private companies across the U.S. are pushing back against President Biden's vaccination mandate that requires employers with 100 or more employees to compel employees to get vaccinated against COVID or face fines and termination or get tested. Post millennial, you got to include that one. It is not about freedom or personal choice, but about those around you, Biden said during his Thursday speech. It was, I believe, Otto von Bismarck who said, it is better. Well, I think he was German. So it is better that 10 guilty persons. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I, I can't do it. He said it's better that, that, that 10 innocent people suffer than one guilty person go free. That is the core ideology of the authoritarians. You see, we here in the U.S. have a, uh, a more libertarian view, a classically liberal view. It was Blackstone who said it is better that 10 guilty persons go free than one innocent suffer. And Ben Franklin looked at him and he was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it's better than 100 guilty persons go free than one innocent person suffer. And of course, 
Blackstone and Benjamin Franklin are absolutely correct. Bismarck, absolutely wrong. Why? If you lose confidence of the people because they feel the system doesn't work for them and that no matter what they do, they will be punished, then, they, then they, your system breaks apart. I mean, the Soviet Union lasted 69 years. The United States, we're going a couple, a couple hundred already, closing in on, uh, on 300. You know, that's pretty good. We'll see how long uh, we can make it, to be, to be honest. I mean, we've got, we've, got, we've got our troubles. But what he's saying right now is that it's not about freedom or personal choice, but about uh, those around you. This is what you need to understand about authoritarianism. The idea that you would beg for collective safety by decree over individual choice by democratic legislation says it all right there. Biden is an authoritarian more so than Trump ever was. His supporters are authoritarians. This authoritarians, this is how you get Nazi Germany. Those affected by President Biden's mandate include more than 100 million. However, Biden's forced shots for individuals has been widely rejected across the nation, with employers already announcing plans to take legal action against the admin. Mandating vaccines for our 170 full-time employees at Turning Point USA? No chance. We will sue you, Joe Biden, and win. That's from Charlie Kirk. Tyler Bowyer, Bowyer, 488 full and part-time employees? We won't comply. According to the co-founder and CEO of The Daily Wire, Jeremy Boring, the company will take legal action against the tyrannical vaccine mandate to fight against the overreach. The Daily Wire has well over 100 employees. We will not enforce Joe Biden's unconstitutional and tyrannical vaccine mandate. We will use every tool at our disposal, including legal action, to resist the overreach, Boring said. Damn straight, Ben Shapiro added, Daily Wire's founding editor-in-chief and host of The Ben Shapiro Show. Others pushing back against the Biden, Biden admin's mandate includes The Blaze TV and the RNC. The Blaze says, Jeremy Boring, CEO of Daily Wire, proper, well-spoken, clear, and to the point. Ty Carden, CEO of Blaze Media, America, separate but equal. So Tyler is, uh, uh, let's pull up his statement here. We have this one. We have the, the Jeremy Boring statement, and then we have Tyler Carden. Yeah, I sure as ish won't be enforcing a vaccine mandate. Spot on good sirs. I won't either. And as I, I stated, you know, I tweeted out, I will not comply. And people are like, your company doesn't have 100 employees. I think it's funny because it's like, you don't know how many employees my, I have at my company, but we have about around 30 and we're growing quickly. We're reviewing tons of applications. And I got to be honest, we actually could have 100 employees right now, well within our budget to do so. The issue is vetting process and not running full speed and stumbling on the ground. We still have, I think, three shows we're trying to launch. And we're doing, you know, we're negotiating with people on movies and documentaries. We're hiring journalists. So I'm, I'm, I'm slow rolling it. I will say in spirit, I completely agree with these companies. And should I ever have standing in this capacity, meaning should I be negatively impacted by Biden's mandates? Yeah, it ain't going to happen. I'll tell you something, though. It's really funny. We here at Timcast Media have multiple divisions within the company. True, true facts. We have two different video games in production two video games. We have crypto projects. We are actually have already filed the paperwork for our nonprofit, which is a set going to be a separate company that's going to do fact checking. And, you know, when we did this, we said, you know, why we, we don't want the fact checking enterprise to be a part of the for profit business. We want a separate entity. We want it to be independent. It will fact check us. It will have its own office. 
and it will provide fact-checking services in general. It will rate and review different news outlets. Going to be a hefty endeavor. And I said, that, that's, not a, that's not a profit-making endeavor. We're not going to sell things. We can take donations. But this is going to be something we are just putting money into without an expect, expectation of a return. Granted, I know there will be tax write-offs on it, but I don't, it's not going to turn a profit. It'll have staff. The staff will be able to be employed doing fact-checking. It's going to be fantastic. Well, here's the simple reality. We have video games in production. You know, video games aren't po- part of the core mission of Timcast necessarily. I mean, kind of. Timcast produces media that's uh, intended to be uplifting, thought-provoking, or news-related, opinionated. Have you seen the price of gold lately? It's hitting all-time highs. And when it comes to investing in gold, check out Noble Gold Investments. They have a track record of excellence that's second to none. Just look at their thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, Google, and the Better Business Bureau. Customers rave about their knowledgeable staff, smooth investment process, and life-changing results, which you can see for yourself online. That's the kind of reputation you can count on. But it's not just about the reviews. Noble Gold Investments truly care about their clients. They take the time to understand your unique needs and goals, and they give expert guidance every step of the way. That level of personalized service is rare in this industry. Look, when it comes to securing your financial future, you can't afford to take chances. Go with the gold company that has earned the trust of countless investors. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com slash Tim Pool today and discover why Noble Gold Investments is the only choice for smart, secure gold investments. Or call them at 877-646-5347. Again, that's 877-646-5347. And so we've been actually talking well before any of this happened is do we need to spin off the, the, the video game com- uh, company into its own company that needs to sustain itself? And I said, actually, I think that's an important thing to do. It should not be incumbent upon opinion news content to subsidize video game production. The video game company should be able to get investment for the merits of its projects, and then it should be able to generate revenue off its own projects and sustain itself not from news, in which case it would need to be its own company. Well, that would reduce the amount of ploys that Timcast has. You see the point? For a lot of companies, here's what we're hearing. Some people have already been tweeting, I guess I got to fire somebody. Some companies are like, I have 100 employees. I'm going to be firing someone immediately. Some companies have been saying, we've got, uh, we, we can easily brand, break this com- company apart into two different companies. I mean, think about it. You got an HR, uh, uh, you got HR in your company. You can just spin that off into an HR administration firm. And now you've got a company with 10 employees and a company with 90. I don't, I don't think you have 10 HR people. Maybe it's three, but there you go. A small HR firm owned by you. Now, for companies with like 400 people, it's not so easy to do. So they're going to be outright saying no to this. We don't have 100 employees, but I'm saying screw off anyway. But it ain't just these companies. It is also the GOP. And we got, we, we, we've got a whole bunch of people. It's, it's, let, let, let me go through all this stuff. Here's a map. Uh, that someone posted. This is Harmless Yard Dog posting this. The Vaccine Rebellion. Wow. A lot of states. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if any of these states are technically blue, to be honest, but I think like Arizona and Georgia are technically blue in the last election. But for the most part, it's red states. You can see good old West Virginia. Good on you, West Virginia. You, you see, I live in West Virginia. I am a resident of West Virginia. And Patrick Morrissey says state AGs, including West Virginia, will not tolerate such blatant and illegal federal overreach from POTUS. Buckle up, America. 
Our president is the opposite of a unifier in chief. Looking forward to seeing more details about Biden's wild vaccine proposal. We'll protect West Virginia and America. Bravo, Patrick Morrissey. You make me proud to be a West Virginian. I am from Chicago. Chicago is corrupt, crooked across the board. Illinois is corrupt and crooked. Don't get me started. The police are crooked. The government's crooked. It's a mob town. It's been a mob town. It'll always be a mob town. And then I moved across the country to a bunch of different places, basically bigger cities. And I lived in a bunch of blue cities. And you know what? I always find myself leaving them. There's problems. They stink. There's corruption. Man, lived in New York. There was violence. Nothing being done about it. New York is corrupt. Really high taxes, too. So I moved to the suburbs of Philly. It was still a blue area, but this place was 50-50. You know, where we last had our other production studio, which was just basically my house. And uh, it was blue, but you still had the Blue Lives Matter flags. You had Trump flags everywhere because it was it was really 50-50, you know, slightly more Democrats. So they won in, term, uh, in, in Congress. And then with all the problems happening around Philly, we decided to go to Maryland and West Virginia. Now, Maryland has a Republican governor, but it's a de- definitely a blue state. It's awful. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Had I known what I know now, there would I would have never relocated the business uh, headquarters. I, should, I don't know if headquarters is the right word, but I would have never relo- I, I would, would, have ne- would have never set up a facility in Maryland. And so uh, we're already looking at setting up the official corporate headquarters, probably in West Virginia. Now, I personally live in West Virginia. The business operates in Maryland. Virginia is really close. And the reason for this is one, we needed a property that could, that could maintain, that, that could support this, uh, a large growing staff. This was one of the best we could find. And it needed to be close to an airport. So I want to, you know, I, I got to be honest, I wanted to go to the wildlands of Pennsylvania. They had great backhaul, two gigabit internet. And I'm like, let's do it. And then everyone's like, how will you bring guests out? And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> don't think we'll be able to. It's like a two hour drive through the woods to get there after you land at the airport. I'm like, we probably could still do it, but that's hefty. Right now we are effectively in the DC Metro. I mean, we're not really in the DC Metro to be honest, but we are about uh, a little bit less than an hour from DC. If so, we thought about, you know, like if you were in New York and we, we flew a guest into JFK and we were in Brooklyn, it would take them an hour to drive a few miles from JFK to, you know, Williamsburg or whatever the office may be. And I was like, wouldn't it be better if they're just on a highway for the same amount of time? You're not stuffy. You're not stuck in the city. And I'm like, this works. So personally, I said, we'll live in West Virginia, but we couldn't find any decent properties within range in West Virginia. It's tough. The properties that are in eastern West Virginia tend to be smaller, you know, much less acreage. And the facility we got here has more acres and is much, much bigger. But it is a bummer. It is a bummer. I I almost would rather just build a facility somewhere. And so we're thinking of having our actual corporate headquarters somewhere else and just run a production facility here. The point being, West Virginia, it's something special. I will absolutely never be voting for any of those extremist leftist policies. I will absolutely use my full weight to oppose critical race theory in schools and this Marxist ideology. I will oppose all of these insane crackpot Democrats. And I don't care if you come out as a moderate. I don't care if there's a Democrat who comes out and says, I'm, I'm a moderate. I'll be like, no, because you get an office and then you give power to the wingnut crackpots. Ain't going to happen. Doesn't mean I'm voting Republican, but I will certainly if I have to, to oppose a rising authoritarian crackpot Democratic Party. Good on these Republicans and these AGs and these, these, these states for pushing back. Because let me, sh- let me show you. 
the true nature of the depravity of the Biden administration. Biden administration sues Texas over clearly unconstitutional abortion ban. Law bans abortion once embryonic cardiac activity is detected. Kamala Harris says reproductive rights are non-negotiable. Well, hold on there just a minute. My body, my choice. Where are all those my body, my choice people right now? All right. Here's my advice to uh, uh, The Blaze and The Daily Wire and Turning Point USA and um, you know, whatever, all, all the other companies that are, are you know refusing this. If your employees identify as women, well, now you can't mandate what they do with their bodies. Sorry, Joe Biden. In the name of my body, my choice and defending women, we can't allow it. Isn't that weird how that works? Biden can be like, we can, can sue Texas over their abortion ban, which is not a ban, literally not a ban. You can say it's effectively effective, but not literally. They still have six weeks. There is no exemption, uh, 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 exemptions for rape and incest. People think there, there are. There are not. I checked again and I checked again and people emailed me and I checked again. Ain't there. Greg Abbott basically said he, he wants it to be in there or something, but it's not there. They have six weeks. That's six weeks for any reason to get an abortion. Not a ban. You can say effectively because of, you know, the medical realities. I'll, I'll, I'm fine with, with saying it's an effective ban, but it's not a literal legislative ban. Regardless, what makes Biden think that he can mandate vaccines nationwide and then sue Texas for an abortion ban? Now, I do think it's interesting. The conservative argument is that the body of the baby is not the body of the mother. And so they're literally saying my body, my choice the whole time. I mean, think about the logic here. This is kind of funny. If a woman gets pregnant by choice, not by rape or incest, uh, and again, medical exemptions, let's put it this way. A woman chooses to engage in intercourse with another human and they it produces a pregnancy. There is now a separate body within that woman. She doesn't have the right to make a choice for that other body. I personally fall on the pro-choice side, pro-choice side simply because she still has to provide her blood and her body to this entity, and it creates a predicament. I understand the Republican argument to counter this, saying she made the choice to create a dependent being upon her, and now she has to follow through with that, just like if a guy gets a woman pregnant, he's got to pay for 18 years. It's consistent. It absolutely is. I just have a hard stop when it comes to state intervention and like submitting to the state. You're, I don't know. I just can't do it. We can disagree on it. But the conservative position on, on my body, my choice is consistent across the board. The government can't mandate you to get a medical procedure, and the government has to protect you from enacting a medical procedure against someone else. The left's position is completely incoherent. They can force you to get a vaccine while claiming my body, my choice. It's wrong. I'm sorry. At least be honest. This is what I try to do, right? You can't force people. You protect people. My, my line is the government should not be mandating medical procedures. Only you and your doctor know what's right for you. The government doesn't. And this means that many disabled people are going to be negatively impacted. At-risk women or uh, pre uh, pregnancies, they, they want to choose not to. That's not the government's business. A woman who gets pregnant and has, uh, uh, has an exemption under incest, rape, or medical uh, issues, health issues, should not have to go to the state to prove you see, that is effectively a, a man like outside of even requiring vaccines. You shouldn't have to prove any of this. 
And so I imagine a woman going to the doctor and the doctor says, I have bad news. And she goes, oh, no, this is devastating to me. Well, let me now go provide proof to the government that I have an issue. Imagine a woman who was uh, raped by a man. And she says, I was forced into this position and I will not give my body up. I'm sorry. Okay. Is she now going to have to go to the government and file paperwork? Uh, 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 A rape proof mandate? Rape passport? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I can't I can't tolerate that. Me personally, I can't. Now, it bothers me because it means there'll be people exploiting the system and being irresponsible. I know. But every time I say that, I have to reconcile with government mandating proof of rape. And I'm just like, wow, there'll be there'll be people who exploit that and lie. No doubt. But that's tough for me, at least. I'll just be honest about it. It's a very difficult moral and ethical position to figure out. But at least I'm consistent. At least I can say Republicans and conservatives are consistent on whose body is being protected. Maybe the left could just be honest about it, but they're not. Let me show you some stuff. We got this from we got a bunch of tweets from Hassan the Sun, one of the biggest left wing uh, political commentators. Watching Fox News see that the vaccine mandates, he says, we have nearly the same amount of daily COVID deaths at this point as we did last year with three times of the new cases. The only consistent factor is that 100% of the deaths this year, last year, were unvaccinated, and nearly 100% of the deaths now are still unvaccinated. Vax mandates incoming. Watching Fox News see Fox News claiming Joe Biden is being divisive and blaming the unvaccinated. Now, he then says, get effed Daily Wire. He doesn't have any tweets where he's overtly like, yay, mandates, because I think he realizes you got to be really careful here. Vosh, however, I don't think I have, uh, I don't know if I have, oh, I do, I, th- I think I have Vosh's tweet. Vosh says, an individual's freedom to refuse the vaccine is nothing compared to humanity's freedom to live without the threat of an eternal plague. That's called authoritarianism. Hardcore authoritarianism. This is what I said. Collective safety and adherence to executive decree over individual choice and democratic legislation. This is authoritarianism. No question. No argument. No debate. When an executive comes out and says, you must sacrifice for the collective safety, and people come out and say, yes, that is you adhering to authority over democracy and liberty. Period. Vosh, you are an authoritarian socialist. I don't, you, you, you come on my show and say you're a libertarian. You come out here and defend executive decree. You are an authoritarian. Let's talk about Donald Trump. Donald Trump filed, fired missiles into Syria. I call that authoritarian. Donald Trump authorized a commando raid, which we believe to have killed an eight-year-old American girl. The news articles on this is muddy, but well, you know, it seems that to be the case. I call that authoritarianism. I call that extreme authoritarianism. I call that downright evil. Now, it may have been due to Trump's negligence and his trusting of his pathetic military leaders, people like Milley. The buck stops with Donald Trump. That was his fault. The missile strikes, that was his fault. There's a lot of things that Trump should be blamed for and criticized over. And then we can talk about the lesser of two evils, yada, yada. But Donald Trump did not go this far. Donald Trump did not deploy the military or invoke the Insurrection Act. In fact, Donald Trump couldn't even fire half the, half his pe- half the people who are causing problems. But I will absolutely call out and admit Donald Trump had authoritarian tendencies and, and made dis- and had disgusting actions. But that's the president. They tend to do that. I will reject it. I will I, I will say it's wrong. But Donald Trump also wanted school choice. Libertarian. Donald Trump also opposed ideology and government supporting the 1964 Civil Rights Act. 
more civil rights oriented. Donald Trump tried to get us out of Syria and Afghanistan. Once again, not authoritarian. You coming out and saying everyone bend the knee to the to the executor as he decrees what you must do. Authoritarian. You get the point. Resist legitimately. It's time to resist. Protest peacefully, persuasively, and be resourceful. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKSeedKits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. Earlier today, I did a segment talking about the conservative organizations refusing to abide by Joe Biden's illegal vaccine mandate. The mandate, of course, is that if you have 100 employees, you must require them to be vaccinated or to get tested weekly. Now, many on the left are saying it's not a vaccine mandate because you can just get tested. Right. It's coercive pressure on the business and the individual. What working class person? has time to take out of their week to go get tested every week? And what business has the capacity to track 100 plus employees vaccination tests every single week? They're gonna have to hire people for this. Oh, it's much easier, I suppose. Just get vaccinated one time and we're all good and done. Yes, it's a vaccine mandate. And many people are saying no. Well, it's not just conservative organizations. I also mentioned that there are around 21 Republican governors threatening to sue. It's also the RNC threatening to sue, and uh, a lot of other groups are seriously pissed off, including unions who are saying this should be up to us to negotiate. Joe Biden's stealing leverage from these unions, so naturally a lot of people are pissed off. But of course, Joe Biden's response, veiled threats or I guess direct threats saying that he will use the power of the presidency to get these governors out of the way which is not how this country is supposed to work. But surprise, surprise, the establishment leftist activists, the overt authoritarians are cheering for rule by decree. Joe Biden has now issued another statement. When asked, how do you respond to these governors who are saying that they're going to be filing suit? He said, have at it because we're sick of it. Joe Biden said in his speech last night, our patience is running thin. Something's not adding up. It's not adding up. Joe Biden's coming out mandating vaccines. We have a new report from Politico talking about a reduction in the efficacy of these virus uh, of these vaccines to keep the elderly out of hospitals. We've seen similar date coming out of Israel. So how are we supposed to effectively manage this when you have anti-science or scientismists? People who don't actually believe in science. They just say if the report comes out, we follow it no matter what, with no questioning of it. 
So Joe Biden comes out and says, the science is settled. We're going to go do mandates. And I'm like, Politico just reported efficacy is down. Now, I don't know what you should do. I don't know what the country should do. But I can tell you authoritarianism ain't going to work. Threatening people, forcing them to get vaccinated only sows more distrust. And now more people are coming out saying, well, now I won't get vaccinated. Look at the Daily Wire. Ben Shapiro, uh, he's, it's basically his organization along with some other co-founders. They are very pro-vaccine. Ben Shapiro tweets about how the vaccine's been working for some time, regardless of the now uh, new information on vaccine efficacy. And he is still saying, we do not support these mandates. Because now you have people who probably would have listened to Ben Shapiro outright saying, you know what, because of this, no, I won't do it. Just to say, screw you and your authoritarianism. I mean, that's how that's how people work. You tell someone not to do something and they'll be like, well, now nah, I'm going to do it. You tell someone to go do something, they'll say, screw you, you can't make me. No, you need to be honest with people. Show them the data, question the science as you're supposed to, and then tell them, take the information you've learned, go and talk to a trusted medical professional, figure out what's right for you. That's not where we're at. We're in the era of censorship and government authoritarianism, and all they do is sow more and more distrust. Let's take a look at some of what Biden said, some of what you may have seen, but I want to take a look at the latest developments on how many Republicans are, are threatening to sue and the current data on what it means for vaccines and potential treatments. And I got to say, it's bad news across the board, but that's the reality that's being reported on. And I don't think Joe Biden being a despot is going to make anything good. Now, before we get started, head over to TimCast.com, become a member to get access to exclusive members-only content like segments from the TimCast IRL podcast just for members that we record after the show. You'll also be supporting our journalism, and you'll get an ad-free experience. And don't forget to like this video, subscribe to this channel, and share this video right now with your friends. If everybody who watched shared this video, we'd be bigger than CNN overnight. And if you think that's something that should be happening, I need your help to do it. Let's take a look at this first story. And many of you may be familiar with this context, so I'll just go quickly through it from Yahoo News. Quote, get them out of the way. Biden says bullying governors must quit fighting pandemic restrictions. Bullying, he says. Quote, local school officials are trying to keep children safe in a pandemic while the governor picks a fight with them and even threatens their salaries or their job. Talk about bullying in schools, Biden said at the state dining room on Thursday. He said that those who, whose pay is threatened, I promise you, I will have your back. If these governors won't help us beat this pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. Adding that the federal government has already begun taking legal action against states undermining local authorities. While Biden did not name Florida Governor Ron DeSantis directly, the president has sparred repeatedly with him in recent months. The president unveiled a six-pronged strategy designed to limit infection rates as children return to the classroom this fall and businesses itch to resume, nor resume normal operations. There's a lot we need to go through. So I'll give you the quick bullet points, and then we'll break things down, because I don't want to waste time. From Politico, new CDC studies show waning vaccine effectiveness against hospitalization in elderly. Two of the analyses suggest that as the Delta variant spread this summer, the shots became less effective at keeping people 75 and older out of the hospital. Now, I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you ultimately what this means. A doctor may advise you that reduced efficacy does not mean zero efficacy. Go talk to someone you know and trust. But I will point out the data we're getting out of Israel and other places that show similar issues with efficacy are cause for worry. 
And I don't think Joe Biden coming out and mandating something that people are already worried about is going to make the problem better. Here we have GOP governors threatened to fight Biden's vaccine mandate. FDA weighs in on vaccines for kids and other COVID updates. The RNC says it plans to sue Biden administration over federal vaccination mandate. And what was the response from Joe Biden? From TimCast.com. President Biden dared Republican governors to sue his administration Friday over his recently announced vaccine mandate, saying he was disappointed that some politicians have been cavalier with the health of children. You know, I won't fall for this. Oh, won't someone think of the children? I am thinking of the children and their futures and their rights. And I'm also thinking about the science, which changes, which it's supposed to. I'm thinking about the data, which we should question and analyze. That's what I've been doing. Why? There's many people who come out saying you can't question the science and you deny science. All right, I'll show you one for. We have a ton of studies that say ivermectin has shown positive results in reducing the viral replication of of COVID. And we have many studies saying inconclusive or nothing changed, in which case I question all of it. Whether it's someone who likes these alternative therapies or someone who doesn't, I will question all of it. And thus, the FDA has not issued an emergency use authorization or approval for ivermectin. That's questioning the science, regardless of what you want to believe or want to think is right, even if you oppose vaccine mandates. I question it. Now, of course, then it requires leadership to make decisions on how to move forward. And guess what? Joe Biden, you ain't a doctor. Fauci, you've been wrong too much. That's why I keep saying y'all need to get away from the culture war when it comes to take care of your health. A lot of people are talking about positive results in certain countries for certain treatments. Fantastic. Go to your doctor, ask them, ask them about these stories. I'm not the specialist, nor is Joe Biden, nor is Anthony Fauci. Oh, of course, people on the left will say, but Fauci is the head of infectious disease, blah, blah, blah. Yo, he's a bureaucrat in government, not a practicing doctor who knows your medical history. Don't take advice from him or anybody else for that matter. Be it Joe Rogan, a comedian on a podcast, or Tim Poole, a commentator and journalist. I'm not here to tell you what to do with your health. That's up to you. I am here to challenge politically the rights of individuals and the violations from the federal government. Some governors are calling your vaccine requirements an overreach and are threatening to challenge it in the court, said one reporter. Have that, it said the president. I am so disappointed that particularly some Republican governors have been so cavalier with the health of these kids, so cavalier with the health of these communities. I will not be emotionally bullied, Joe Biden, when you say, oh, the children. Here comes the RNC. Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel says Biden's executive orders are unconstitutional. And I'm not a constitutional lawyer or scholar, but I would uh, go ahead and say I believe she's correct. We have a legislative branch. They're the ones who pass laws and regulations, not the president. The executive branch can issue executive orders on how certain things are funded under emergencies and how agents of the executive branch and law enforcement behave and what they actually enforce, which creates some interesting precedent on walls and DACA immigration, but not on putting in mandates and requirements for private businesses. NBC News reports. The Republican National Committee said Thursday that it plans to sue the Biden administration after the president issued two sweeping executive orders. RNC chairwoman Ronna McDaniel said the mandate was unconstitutional. Quote, Joe Biden told Americans when he was elected that he would not impose vaccine mandates. He lied. Now, small businesses, workers and families across the country will pay the price, she said. Like many Americans, I am pro-vaccine and anti-mandate. I completely agree with that. 
She said many small businesses and workers do not have the money or legal resources to fight Biden's unconstitutional actions and authoritarian decrees. But when his decree goes into effect, the RNC will sue the administration to protect Americans and their liberties. They say Biden, who has been under pressure to act decisively as the spread of the Delta variant of the coronavirus has caused COVID cases to rise in recent weeks, announced in a speech Thursday, this we all know, all of these mandates. Biden said in December that he would not favor a vaccine mandate. But in recent months, as vaccination numbers stalled, he has encouraged vaccination requirements in schools, workplaces and college campuses. In his speech, he sharply criticized the tens of millions of eligible people who remain unvaccinated. Let's break down the lies and the ignorance. Who remains unvaccinated? There's a lot of data, a lot of the data, because we're talking about fully vaccinated. The mandate is full vaccination, meaning two shots right now. That's what full vaccination means. Most people don't have or actually I do think most people just over 50 percent are fully vaccinated. But that means 49 or so percent are not fully vaccinated. Many of them have no shots. A decent amount have at least one shot. Now, as for the people who have received one shot and not followed through with the second shot, why would that be? In many instances, it's because of the advice of their own doctors. These stories have been all over the news. You need only pay attention. There are, it was reported in the New York Times, I'm pretty sure, that many people got the first shot, had an adverse event, talked to their doctor, and the doctor said, we don't recommend you follow up. That adds to the numbers. It's creating a circumstance in which there will never be enough fully vaccinated people because some people just can't get it. And as for those who don't have any shots, there are people who have, I don't know, epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, history of anaphylaxis or Guillain-Barre syndrome. I'm pronouncing that wrong. I always do. Everyone says you pronounce it a different way. I digress. There are a lot of people who just can't get it. There's also pregnant women. And there's also younger people who have certain questions and concerns about long term effects. This is not an issue of tens of millions of people just saying F you Biden. No, in fact, maybe that would be a good thing. People just defying the government and speaking up and speaking out as they would be allowed to. It actually is people who go to their doctors and get sound medical advice. That's it. And Joe Biden doesn't understand that or he does and doesn't care. And this is an opportunity to create more and more restrictions and mandates. So what do you do? You force a business to require a mandate and then what? Fire all of their employees with no medical uh, with medical issues in New York City. We are days away, three days from every single business in the city firing employees with medical issues barred from getting the vaccine. I personally know people who can't get the vaccine, whose doctors say I will not I will not advise you. I will not recommend it. I will not prescribe it. There are people who may be cancer survivors. There are people who might have issues with their nervous system and their doctor says, no, who is Biden to to overrule someone's doctor? Sorry, I'm not playing that game. NBC goes on to say Republican lawmakers, many of whom have resisted mask mandates and vaccinations, swiftly criticized the president. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey, for instance, signaled legal action. Well, here we go from USA Today. A number of conservative governors across the U.S., are threatening to fight President Joe Biden's newly announced vaccine mandate plan, which will require businesses with more than 100 employees to require inoculation or weekly testing. The move predictably was both applauded and condemned by Americans, political leaders and union heads and political leaders and union heads. 
It will be enacted through a forthcoming rule from the Occupational Safety and Health Administration that carries penalties up to $14,000 per violation, an administration official said. Here's what I want you to understand. When people like Kyle Kalinske or, you know, whoever else say it's not a vaccine mandate because you could just get tested weekly. Let's say you're an employee at a company and you got a kid and you're working your job full time and you have very little time to pick them up, drop them off at school, go to work. Your your significant other is working and now they want you to take a day out of the week to go get tested. Okay, maybe you can, maybe you can't. Imagine you're the employer. $14,000 per violation. So the employee shows up one day and says, look, I had to pick up my kids. I had no time. It's fine, isn't it? I had the test last week. And the employer says, I will be fined $14,000 if you do not have the test or proof of vaccination. Sorry, bye bye. You can't come in. Every week would be a $14,000 violation for that company. This is coercion. Oh, it's so much easier. Hey, get the vaccine one time and you're good to go. And now you don't got to worry about getting fined every single week because of these tests. Do you see how force works, how coercion works, how authoritarianism works? Now, my respect to these businesses that are in protest, Daily Wire, Turning Point USA. I mean, wow, conservative organizations, the blaze standing up and saying we're not playing this game. And they're going to file lawsuits. And to the Republicans who are fighting back, at the very least, we have that, no matter how feckless Republicans tend to be. They go on to say, the governors of Arizona, Montana, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas vowed to fight the mandate. And the Republican National Committee said it would file a lawsuit against the Biden admin. During a visit with the First Lady Jill Biden to Brooklyn Middle School in Washington, the president was asked what his message was to Republicans who decry the vaccine mandates as federal overreach and a plan to challenge them. Have at it, he said. The plan, which Biden announced Thursday, is part of a new six-part strategy expected to affect about 100 million workers in the country. Many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are still not vaccinated. Why? He says this is not about freedom and from personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. If I choose to walk into the woods, that is my business. I could get poison ivy. I could get bitten by a snake. My business, not yours. Biden said, we're going to protect the vaccinated workers from the unvaccinated. And I'm like, isn't the vaccine doing that? Yeah. Now, we have the direct quotes here. He actually, we will get them out of the way. Talk about despotic. And now, booster shots, my friends, are on the menu. Joe Biden tweeted, my first responsibility is to protect the American people and make sure we have vaccines for every American, including enough boosters. As soon as they're authorized, those eligible will be able to get a free booster right away in tens of thousands of sites across the country. Do you think that the vaccine mandate will just stop when they say fully vaccinated? They didn't say two shots. They said fully vaccinated. Well, right now, fully vaccinated means two shots. But what about when it means boosters? Yes, then you will be going out and getting boosters every five to eight months. Bill Maher came out and said, not going to happen. He said, I took one for the team and got vaccinated. Now you're saying boosters? No. And how many others will say no? I'll tell you something fun. We got something fun for you. Dave Rubin, he tweeted, reminder, Twitter banned me for saying they want a federal vaccine mandate back in July. Dave Rubin was temporarily suspended on Twitter. Eh, Close semantics on the ban thing. He tweeted, and July 29th, 
They want a federal vaccine mandate for vaccines, which are clearly not working as promised just weeks ago. People are getting and transmitting COVID despite vax. Plus, now they're prepping us for booster shots. A sane society would take a pause. We do not live in a sane society. Talk about a, a, a real conundrum with social media. Dave Rubin's tweet was actually citing several stories that had already come out. Several stories that are now further being backed up by, by, by ongoing research. They just enacted a federal vaccine mandate. They do want booster shots. And it is being reported. New CDC studies show waning vaccine effectiveness against hospitalization in elderly. It's only a matter of time before YouTube starts shutting down these channels. But Politico is reporting it. What should I do? Not report? Not talk about what Politico is saying? That's how it works. But we'll see. So Dave Rubin was right. Politico says, COVID-19 vaccines continue to work well at preventing severe disease for the vast majority of Americans, but they are becoming less effective at blocking infection. According to a series of studies, the CDC and uh, CDC had released Friday. Two of the analyses suggested that as the Delta variant spread this summer, the shots became less effective at keeping people 75 and older out of the hospital. Breakthrough infections are still rare, and unvaccinated people still face significantly higher risks of illness and death from the virus. They were about four to five times more likely to become infected and more than 10 times more likely to need hospitalization or die from COVID than were fully vaccinated people. But the three new studies add to recent evidence that vaccines protection against infection ebbs over time, which is the case for booster shots. Get it? It's another morning and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com slash Carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash Carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash Carlson and save 20% today. Their release comes as the Biden admin is grappling with how to blunt the surge of cases of the highly contagious Delta variant. In a speech on Thursday, Biden has made the strongest push yet to get Americans vaccinated against the virus. The exact details of the booster plan are still uh, including distribution of boosters. They say the exact details of the booster plan are still hazy, in part because the administration was waiting for more data from the CDC on vaccines effectiveness over time the rate of breakthrough infections, and how any changes in those variables were affecting hospitalization rates, according to two senior administration officials, were uh, familiar with the matter. CDC began last month to release the results of targeted vaccine effectiveness studies, showing protection against infection beginning to wane in residents of New York and LA, and among frontline healthcare workers. But the agency has taken weeks to complete one of its largest and most comprehensive analyses of breakthrough infections, based on data from 13 jurisdictions with the ability to match immunization records with COVID-19 lab reports. That is to say, the CDC has said effectiveness is going down. The solution? Right now, it appears that booster shots will be the solution. In which case, Dave Rubin was right and was suspended on Twitter for being right.
You see the problem with censorship here? And to, to throw it back to the vaccine mandates, how many people have said, so what? Just get vaccinated, bro. Just get vaccinated. By all means, if your doctor advises it, I think you should, you should take it from your doctor. I agree with Ben Shapiro. The vaccine seemed to be a really, really great thing. But now we're getting data on a loss of efficacy, in which case boosters will be, mandat- will be required, it seems. And what we will likely end up seeing is that fully vaccinated will mean up to date vaccination. You notice the CDC card has four slots, right? They say one, uh, one of the three studies released Friday compared the relative risk of infection, hospitalization and death between people who are fully vaccinated and those who are not across different age groups. The CDC looked at 600,000 people infected with COVID-19 from April through mid-July. It found that overall vaccine effectiveness against severe COVID disease remains high. Incident rate ratios for hospitalization and death changed relatively little after the Delta variant became the most dominant strain of the virus in the U.S., the study showed. But the vaccine's ability to prevent any infection, including mild disease, decreased from 91% to 78% after the Delta variant took over this summer. Between April 4th and June 19th, before Delta's rise, fully vaccinated people accounted for 5% of cases, 7% of hospitalizations, and 8% of deaths. Those figures roughly doubled between June 20th and July 17th as the variant spread. Fully vaccinated individuals accounted for 18% of cases, 14% of hospitalizations, and 16% of deaths. Something doesn't add up. Something is wrong. And perhaps, my friends, it is the variants. Perhaps this is a virus that is mutating, and we are silly for thinking we can control every aspect of it. Maybe we have to realize that we have a very serious danger to our lives. It's not like airborne Ebola or anything, but it's serious. Listen to stories from people who caught this stuff telling you when they can't breathe. I take it seriously. But I think we're going to have to learn to just maybe when we're sick, wear masks like they do in Asia. I think that's a smart thing to do. Make sure you're not coughing and sneezing. Make sure you're washing your hands more often, being healthy, get exercise, stop smoking, stop eating trash food. I think it's time for people to take personal responsibility. More than 80% of Americans 16 and older have some immunity to coronavirus blood survey finds. From CNN, as reported specifically by CBS 58, more than 80% of Americans 16 and older have some level of immunity against the coronavirus. The survey was led by the CDC. It also indicates that about twice as many people have been infected with the virus as have been, have been officially counted. More than 39 million Americans have been diagnosed with COVID since the pandemic started in 2020. They go on to say they, the team, led by CDC's Dr. Jefferson Jones, set it to determine how close the U.S. might be to some kind of herd immunity, although they, don't, they do not claim to have any kind of handle on that yet. They worked with 17 blood collection organizations working in all 50 states plus Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico to test blood covering 74% of the population. In the end, they tested about 1.4 million samples. That is massive. So there's bad news here. How is it that 80% have some level of immunity, yet we're still seeing a surge in cases? I think it's simple. I think COVID is, has mutated into numerous variants. You've got uh, the Delta variant now, Epsilon, Lambda, and Mu. Prominence of Mu is, you know, Fauci saying it's not prominent in the U.S. Okay. But it's not surprising. It's, it's, it's a novel virus. It means it's, it's new. People have limited immunity to it or none. But over the past year now, 80% of people have some level of immunity. It's going to keep changing, and we need to accept that we have risks in the real world. That means we may lose some people. It's a scary thought. I don't want anyone to die. But think about the destruction of the economy, the destruction of people's lives, 
the, the depression, anxiety, how unhealthy people are becoming. Obesity is increasing in children. Yo, we need to recognize life comes with risks and mandates aren't the answer. Going to your doctor and, and, and talking about what you can do is the right answer. You know why? I'm sure, you're, I'm sure your doctor would say things like stop smoking, eat healthier, exercise more often. I'm sure many will recommend the vaccine. I'm sure many will recommend other treatments. Just make sure you trust your doctor is, is, is smart enough to give you the good advice. It's all about trust. Joe Biden is destroying that trust. He's making it actively worse by coming out and forcing people. It's only going to make things worse. Now, we need people to feel like they got someone in their corner, someone they can trust. And the way things are going right now, nobody is feeling like they can trust what's happening with the federal government. Nobody, it's making people distrust their own medical professionals. It's the craziest thing to me. You may have heard me say, I'll, 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 I'll do this. A lot of people who watch every one of my episodes, you hear me repeat myself. It's because not everyone watches every single video. And if I leave out context, then people will say, I don't understand. So I can't assume everybody just watched every video. I have to treat each and every video independently. And that means on the, on the audio podcast where it's condensed, you might hear me repeat myself in different segments. Sorry, it's just the way things go, right? It's just, I do my best. And that being said, there are a lot of people who are hearing these things from Joe Biden, feeling distrustful, and then outright saying, you know what, now I'm not going anywhere near it because you try to force me to do it. I think Ben Shapiro has one of the better approaches. Personally, I think I have one of the better approaches. I trust you to make the right decisions. I trust that when you're presented with the information from an honest perspective, you will make the choice that makes sense for you. That is to say, there are many people with no risk factors. There are conservative Trump supporters who have come on my show and said, I talked to my doctor and they said, COVID is a bigger risk to you than anything else. You should get the vaccine. And they did. And there were also people who said, my wife was pregnant. The doctor said, I don't think you should get it. Whether the CDC or the FDA makes, makes a recommendation the, it, for, for the mother's you know, iron levels and hormones and whatever, the doctor gave that advice. Some people have gone to their doctors and gotten therapeutic treatments as prescribed. I'm surprised to find so many people saying they don't trust doctors in general. Yo, Joe Rogan seems to have a good doctor, I guess. If you like Joe Rogan and you're, and you're happy with what he did, talk to his doctor. Just don't make the assumption that people on the internet or TV are going to be able to give you medical advice because then we're going to see adverse events. I genuinely believe we would have a reduction in VAERS. If people went to their doctors first, we would see more people vaccinated if, the, if Joe Biden wasn't acting like a cruel despot. One of my concerns is that when you hear these stories of people pulling into parking lots without talking to their doctors and just saying, yeah, whatever, I'll take a shot. It's like, yo, did you look at the CDC website? Did you talk to your doctor about what makes sense based on your medical conditions? Because I know there's a lot of people who are healthy and young and they're like, eh, you know, might as well get it. There's, there's no real there's, there's limited risks. OK, fine. I mean. But what if you have an allergy? What if you have an allergy you didn't know about? On the CDC website, they actually say that after receiving the vaccine, there should be like a wait period where the doctor can observe you to make sure you don't succumb to anaphylaxis if you have that in your history. So for people to pull in with their cars and go through this, I think it's irresponsible. I think at the very least, park your car and go ask and say, you know, can I go through my history and make sure we're going to be OK on this one? I think we see the, va the vaccine adverse event reporting system lighting up. Not every case in there is legit. It's, it's self-reporting. But I don't think people are just making things up and lying. Some people, maybe, but not the majority. 
I think some of these cases could have been resolved if someone went to their doctor and the doctor says, um, I think you should get vaccinated. I'm, uh, but let's go through your medical history and someone could be like, oh, I've had a negative reaction to glycol once. And the doctor might be like, all right, we're going to recommend against this because of that. Some people have gotten a single shot, had a, had an allergic reaction or an adverse reaction. The doctor says, all right, we're not going to move forward. And those will get registered. But think about all of the people who aren't fully vaccinated because their doctor said so. The mandates don't work. The despotism doesn't work. In the end, what do we need to see? I hope the GOP stands firm. I live in one of these states. I live in West Virginia. Good for West Virginia and their AG to stand up to this. It makes me glad that I'm, I moved here. And those people that stand up for freedom, you get my vote. I should have the right to choose for myself. If you are concerned about unvaccinated people, no one is forcing you to live in these places. You know, Geraldo is like, what about my family and Howard Stern? Well, what about my right to freedom to live? That's called positive rights. We believe in negative rights, meaning no one can harm you directly. But if you can't force someone else to do something. Mm, sorry, that's positive. No, you can't force something to be created or do something. But I can tell you this. If you're upset, by all means, move. Move to an area where they have the vaccines. Howard Stern, if you're so upset about this, I, my assumption was that you were in New York. Maybe he's in L.A. I don't know. Go to, go to New York. Go to L.A. Go, go where they have the vaccine mandates. And you can leave the red states alone. Mandating at the federal level, stupid. It's going to make everything worse. But I'll leave it there. There is no Timcast IRL show tonight because of um, personal issues, family stuff. Um, so we got staff members who are taking important, much earned vacation time. So we'll see you all over at the Cast Castle. Go to youtube.com slash Cast Castle. Enjoy the vlog. And we'll be back uh, on this show Monday, along with Timcast IRL at 8 p.m. Make sure you go to timcast.com, be a member. There'll be content popping up all over the place. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you all then. You can only hide for so long. You can only say, but I can't risk my kids for so long. As the woke cult goes door to door, making demands, making everybody bend the knee, they're not going to skip your house simply because you turn your lights off or put up a sign in the window. No, they'll come and knock it and say, oh, could you get on your knee for us now and, and swear your allegiance? Too many people said, I can't speak up. I have kids. I have to protect them. And what you were really saying was right now, it is too comfortable to present any risk. I'm not going to say anything. I don't care what happens in the future. Or perhaps you just didn't heed the warnings. How many times have I said, how many times have many others said, your children will not be safe unless you stand up now? We had someone quote Thomas Paine's common sense on the Tim Cast IRL uh, podcast the other night in a super chat saying, let there be trouble in my day so that my children will know peace. Effectively saying to the people who would not stand up for their rights, their values, their freedoms, because they're worried about the comfort of their kids today, are condemning their children to a despotic nightmare of a future. Well, I hope you teach those kids Mandarin and prepare them for the gulag. Well, I tell you this, you can only hide for so long. And perhaps if many of these parents knew then what they knew now, they would have spoken up sooner. Many of them are speaking up. Many others aren't and should. But we're starting to see how serious things are really getting. Now, I had Steve Bannon on the podcast a couple times. And one of the things he said was that come August 15th, when these parents see what the schools are doing to their children, there will be a revolt. Sure enough, he was right. 
Once schools started back up with vaccine mandates, mask mandates, you know, uh, COVID restrictions, distancing, parents started getting really mad, not to mention the critical race praxis stuff they're putting in schools. And then we had Steve Bennett on again, and he said, I didn't realize it was going to be this bad. I thought it was just going to be a bunch of protests. (laughs) You want to talk about how bad it's getting? Vice reports, Board of Education goes virtual because people at IRL meetings are a-holes. After too many school board meetings became hostile, a Maryland county is moving theirs online. Hiding. They're hiding. Why? Because the school board and their employees are being attacked. That's how bad it is. And so you sat back. I'm not going to speak up at work. I'm not going to speak up against these corporate mandates. I'm not going to speak up against the football stuff where they're getting on their knee. I won't do it. I have kids. Now they've come for your kids. And now many other people are getting kinetic, as it were. I'm not a big fan of kinetic conflict. I don't think it works in this day and age. And as you can see, Vice is already using it as propaganda against parents who are trying to protect their children. But let's be real. You shouldn't be attacking people. You lose when you do. We are not in. It's not the 1800s anymore. It's not the 1900s. We're in fourth and fifth generational warfare. Winning hearts and minds requires being persuasive. And you know, you're not persuasive when you're violent. Vice reports, a county in Maryland announced that it will hold all of its school board meetings virtually, not because of a risk of spreading COVID, but because its employees are being assaulted by protesters. The Harford County public school system briefly reintroduced in-person school board meetings, but the fun's over because too many adults threw a fit at the idea that their children should wear masks in school to help protect them from catching COVID-19. In a video, Harford County public school board president, Rachel Gaudier, and I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it, and Vice President Carol Muller explained the school board meetings would move to virtual video sessions, not because of fears of spreading COVID, but because people have been too belligerent to continue meeting in person. On August 16th, Harford County Public Schools started requiring all students and personnel to wear masks on buses and in school buildings. During a school board meeting on the same day, protesters gathered against the mandate, calling it child abuse. The meeting was cut short because of unruly conduct. Quote, we deeply regret to share that a few community members intentionally disrupted the opportunity to speak to us at our business meetings on August 16th, Gaudier said in a video. Deliberate tactics were used to disrupt the meeting, like speaking out of turn, shouting profanities, banging on windows, refusing to comply with building mandates, and most accordingly, physically assaulting Harford County Public School employees, she said. This is unacceptable to the members of the board, and we anticipate that our community at large joins us in the sentiment that this behavior will not be tolerated. Don't attack people. Seriously, don't give them an excuse and just don't be violent. In a September 7th board meeting, presumably the last in-person meeting they'll have, several people stood at the microphone to denounce mask mandates. And uh, Vice goes on to say, which are proven to slow the spread of COVID-19, vaccines in general, which work, and demanded that people repent before God. That one is still up for debate, they say. Across the country, school officials and community members have had to endure all kinds of unhinged behavior at school board meetings from people who oppose the mandates that protect children from COVID-19. They go on to say children are more vulnerable to the Delta variant. This is an extreme exaggeration, mind you. Children are the least, have have the lowest risk factor. We don't want them to get sick and, and kids have died, but that's being disingenuous. Being unhinged at a school board meeting gives you a decent shot at going viral these days. It's the venue of choice for spotting whatever nonsense you want, as YouTube considers these meetings in the public interest and won't take them down for misinformation or harassment. Quote, while we have clear policies to remove harmful COVID-19 misinformation, we also recognize the importance of organizations like school boards using YouTube to share recordings of open public forums. 
even when comments at those forums may violate their policies. The spokesperson for YouTube told Motherboard, after a video of a man spreading misinformation about vaccines at a school board meeting went viral, by cutting abusive community members, uh, community members, people off at the source, okay, the Harford County School Board stops people from spreading COVID-19 and their inanity any further than their own Zoom window. Quote, no one should have to fear being assaulted at their workplace, Scotty said. As a board, we will not ask HCSP uh, staff to continue to put their physical safety at risk. Well, I will absolutely side with them in that regard. Y'all shouldn't be attacking people. And I'm not saying you specifically. I'm just saying people in general should not be attacking people. You lose. You make propaganda. It's bad. I will point out something particularly interesting. Let's take a, a mosey on over to Wikipedia. Maryland's first uh, uh, congressional district, which includes Eastern Shore of Maryland, Salisbury, parts of Baltimore, Harford, and Carroll counties. This is R plus 14. Very interesting. In 2020, it was 59% Trump. But Harford also falls into Maryland's second congressional district, which is Howard, Harford, Baltimore, and Arundel counties. And this is D plus 13. So I would say, let's look at the, uh, let's see if they, have, okay, so they have Biden 66 to 32. So it's fairly split. The people in this county are split. But here's the issue. I'll tell you this. The people on the school board, I'm willing to bet, voted for Biden. They are in the establishment cult. They probably believe crackpot nonsense about Ukraine and Russia and the economy being good because they're not smart enough to do their own research and they blindly follow without question. The other groups, for instance, probably blindly follow things of their own nature, but with independent voters on their side, tend to be a more eclectic group, probably challenging what the, the narrative is. There was a prominent YouTuber who posted that uh, these red states who are defying Biden's illegal and unconstitutional vaccine mandate were praising their fictional character in the sky or whatever to side with the virus. You see, here's the thing about these these people who once claimed to be anti-establishment or atheist or, you know, whatever, some anti-SJW. They only opposed the authoritarianism from the right because they wanted authoritarianism from the left. They don't support science. They support popular narrative. If they actually looked into the science, they'd find very interesting things, most of which I can say is hard to parse and well, partly inconclusive. Though I do say there are many promising studies on alternative treatments, we don't have conclusive data just yet because there's many that aren't, though it seems like the data is leaning positively. We'll see what happens when it comes to FDA authorization, and we'll see, we'll, we'll see how things play out. But it's going to be particularly difficult for actual science to succeed when popular narrative supersedes actual science. And I'll run the risk uh, of getting banned on YouTube talking about what I'm going to be talking about in this one about kids in schools. But the truth is the truth. And that needs to be pointed out. The truth is there are many promising studies for ivermectin saying that it reduced viral reciprocity. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, that's the wrong word. Rep replication. What's the right word? Replicase. I don't know. Promising studies. Oxford, for instance. To be fair, there's also a meta-analysis, which is smaller than many. Uh, so there's, there's like, I think, 53 studies. There's then a met there is then a meta-analysis of 14 studies showing ivermectin did nothing. Okay, so it may lean positively, but the FDA has not authorized ivermectin for use. That's the reality. Of course, there are many people who then say, well, I look at the data and I'm going to trust Brett Weinstein. My answer is, you know what? Don't take it from me or anyone on the internet. 
Don't take it from the censors. Take it from a doctor you know and trust who's been paying attention to the news and can inform you adequately and tell you things as an expert. Because I can't do that. But that's the truth. It's not horse paste. This is what these people believe. They believe the lies. They jump on them. Rachel Maddow posts these lies. They believe it. And then they want to punish your children. Perhaps if you spoke up a little while ago and rejected this stuff, this wouldn't have happened. Perhaps if regular people in this country stood up and said, shut up, go home. I ain't buying your nonsense. We wouldn't even be here. Worse still, if people do not speak up now, it will get worse. But I'll be a little more optimistic on this one because they are. Check this out. LI students in the Bronx, Long Island, pro, uh, parents, teachers prepare to walk out of school in protest of mask mandates. This is from today. They say at least two districts across Long Island, West Il- uh, Islip and Massapequa, pronouncing that one wrong, are expected to hold protests for school walkout day. Those planning to take part in demonstrations like West Il- uh, Islip residents, Veronica Walrap say they want to make a statement to Governor Kathy Hochul and their school districts against requiring face coverings for children. I think that it should be optional. I think parents should have the choice to make that decision for their children. I'm not against masks. The Massapequa School District released a statement regarding the planned protest, saying, quote, an unauthorized exit from the building will be viewed as an infraction of our code of conduct and will result in consequences as outlined in the code. This includes jeopardizing a fall athlete's eligibility to participate as a Massapequa team member. If these parents have any spine, they would respond with but a middle finger. Shut your mouths. Stop making your lives dependent on other people. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for your kids and give your kids a better future. You don't need them to go to college to be a football player. If the system is broken and wants to put your kids at risk, this comes first. Your values, your family, not some dreams of college athleticism. It's too bad, isn't it, though? You know, we give up those goals and those comforts for what's right. Yet there's a hard lesson in life. But if you'd be willing to give up your rights, your children's safety because of some popular narrative or attention from the masses, well, then you're, you, I, I guess teach your kids Mandarin now. And I'm not saying there's a joke. I mean that literally. China is going to rise as an economic power. They're going to start putting pressure on a bunch of other countries. The U.S. is slipping because parents will not defend their own children. And then, you know, we're going to have to start working out deals with China for our own manufacturing back. And you're going to need to be able to speak. So teach your kids now. Or you can defend your values. You can defend the future of your children. You can push back on the authoritarians and the despot. You can demand the jobs back. You can say no to the outsourcing, no to to the lax border policies. Speak up now or forever hold your peace. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm being optimistic on this one. Certainly, I can complain about this nebulous group of people that I'm singling out, but parents are protesting. Penn Trafford parents hold protest over Pennsylvania's mask mandate for schools. This story from the 7th. Very similarly, parents walked to the high school to stage their protest. We've got more. Unmasked students protest at school. Fans kicked out of UM football game Ann Arbor headline September 4th through 9th. Manchester Community Schools, about two dozen students at Manchester High School entered the school without wearing masks in protest of the Washtenaw County Health Department's mask mandate that went into effect. These are kids. There's a video. I don't know if it's this school 
where there's a cop who's like, I'm not arresting kids, but you are told to wear masks. And so then the parent says, okay, you can go in the school. They're not going to do anything. They can't touch you. And so the kids all walk to the door and it looks like some kind of administrator tries to block them. And then they, one kid's yelling, go in, just go in. They can't touch you. And then the kids just walk in all cheering. They couldn't do anything about it. Stop complying. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There are people on Twitter that are like, it's not a vaccine mandate from Biden. You just have to get tested every week. What working class person or parent has the ability to schedule a test every single week? No, that's called pressure. It's easier. You just go and get the vaccine and you're all done. Yeah, Joe Biden's already talking about the booster shots. And then you got to keep your card up to date. When will it end? No, say no. We the people, we decide. Not some autocrat in the executive office saying that he's going to bypass Congress and the Supreme Court to pass legislation. We can't stand for that. Here's some more. Mask protests continue for third day in Kiski area school district. Wow. Protests in the state school mandate, school mask mandate continued for a third day in the Kiski area school district with a group of 10 people stationed outside the high school in an and administrative office on Thursday morning. The protesters, including parents and students, declined to comment when approached by a Tribune Review reporter. All of them had signs and, and one waved an American flag with messages such as, it's not a mask, it's a muzzle. Your health is not my responsibility. I love it. Geraldo is like, my family should have the right to go and live. And I'm like, they do. No one's stopping you. You're just scared. I should have the right to walk through a volcano. Y- yeah, and you'll probably die probably, probably from the fumes before anything. Should we then install a big air filter and cooling system so that we can walk in volcanoes? No, there's risk. I get it. It's absurd, right? Volcanoes, that's stupid. Nobody would want to do that. Yo, if you don't want to walk around, if you're scared for your family, ain't nothing I can do for you. People get sick. Sometimes there are worse sicknesses. That means you should be responsible for your family. If there's a bunch of people huddled around in a city and they're all coughing and gagging, don't walk your kids through it. But could you imagine these people like Geraldo being like, that group, you should all be forced medicated so that I can walk past you. Walk around them. Go somewhere else. Move to the countryside. No one's forcing you to stay in New York City. The same is true for a lot of people in the vaccine mandates. The only issue there is I don't think people should be forced to flee because of illegal government action. But there is always that option. All right, here we go. We got more. CCSD staff to hold walkout to protest vaccine mandate. This is Las Vegas. Thousands of Clark County School District employees did not show up to work on Tuesday in protest of a vaccine mandate. This is from the 7th. What started as a school district walkout has quickly grown to workers from a variety of industries in Las Vegas. The group that coordinated the rally is called Las Vegas Freedom of Choice, which has more than 37,000 members on Facebook. All right, let's get real. YouTube at any point is going to nuke my channel because we see where this is going. But let's be real. Let's talk about truth. From the Telegraph, a NewsGuard certified source, 87.5 out of 100. The only fault they have is that they don't disclose their ownership 
and they're not providing information on all of their writers and reporters. You ready for this one? Teenage boys more at risk from vaccines than COVID. Young males are six times more likely to suffer from heart problems after being jabbed than be hospitalized from coronavirus study finds. Now, I'm not here to just pander to one side to oppose the establishment blindly without facts. I'm here to point out a story like this weighs heavily on parents who then decide, you know what, I'm not going to comply. But I will point out some two, two very important things. The first thing is this may be true. However, the issue with COVID is contagion, right? So that's, that's an added factor. Many people are pointing out that a very small number of children have died or been hospitalized, but they're also saying if we vaccinate kids, they'll be less likely to, to have a, a breakthrough case of COVID and then spread it to older people and thus all around could reduce the damage to those around them. I think it's a fair point to make. But I think if a parent's going to read this story and say, and say, you know what, I'm more concerned about the health of my child than I am about some prospect of reducing in, in infectivity, parents are going to make that choice for their kids. And more importantly, I will add, it is but one study. And I'm not going to take one study as, as absolute truth. I'm just going to point out that there exists information that gives parents pause. I'm not going to tell you what to think. In fact, I'm going to tell you what you should do. That's right. Here's my medical advice to you. Find a good doctor. That's all I can do. Sure, I can tell you to go to a doctor and seek treatment for your illness. I can't tell you what that treatment will be. I can tell you to go to a financial advisor and plan for your future adequately. I can't tell you what that, how to actually do that. And I can tell you, hey, maybe you should sue someone if they defame you. Find a good lawyer. But I can't tell you how to actually implement that, that process and what precedent or what claims should be made. I'm not going to advise you in any of those things other than to go to the experts to do so. If you don't like your doctor because they're dumb, then get a better doctor. But if parents see this and they go to their doctor and they say, explain this to me, and the doctor can't, well, many of them aren't going to follow up. They're going to walk out and say, I ain't doing it. So long as we have science saying things like this, you will have parents saying, I will not accept that risk for my child to protect you who are already vaccinated. Joe Biden said in his speech, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated workers. And I'm like, what, is, what does that mean? Breakthrough cases are exceedingly rare. That's true. Look at Ben, even Ben Shapiro's pointing it out. OK, I'm I am pro vaccine. I think mRNA seriously read about it. Incredible. Not even kidding. Incredible. Transferring this messenger RNA into the cell and then changing change. You could you, you can actively change DNA. Now, the vaccines don't do this. But a more elaborate version of mRNA technology does and is gene therapy. The vaccines are sort of more of a half measure. They just change the code to generate spike protein and then eventually eventually fizzle out. That's at least what the data suggests now, though there are concerns about no long term studies because it's too new. I think it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. We can see that for many people, it works perfectly. It's got a very high efficacy rate. We've got some troubling data coming out of Israel. They're a bit ahead of us. And we've got Fauci and Biden talking, Biden talking about boosters every five months. So maybe it's not going to be as good as we hope. But I'll tell you, I think it's fantastic. Now, here's where I draw the line. I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you what risks you should or shouldn't take. I can't give you medical advice. I can just say, I think the technology is fantastic. They say it might cure cancer. They say it might create a vaccine for HIV. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. This could eliminate, you know, basically any viral disease or contagion and cancers. 
All for it. All for it. The only issue, your personal freedoms, your rights, and your opinions. That's it. That's you, not me. We don't share the same opinions. Many of you probably might disagree and not like the vaccines. And I'm like, oh, I can't tell you how to live. Why? Because I believe in decentralized authority. I don't believe in authoritarianism. I certainly think that we, we've, we grant authority to the government for certain reasons, but there are limits. I don't know your medical history. I don't know your allergies. I don't know your risk factors. I don't know your religious beliefs. So you go talk to a doctor you know and trust, have, have them advise you properly, and do what you think is right, as many have already done. Mandating this stuff, I'll tell you what you're going to see. Parents dropping the hammer and saying, never. Steve Bannon, you are right. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. over at youtube.com slash TimCast. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.